0: Good afternoon, Cougar Nation, BYU women's soccer fans. Welcome to another edition of BYU Women's Soccer Facebook Live with Jen Rockwood. I am Voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubell. I'm here with Coach Rockwood, and it's another day to talk BYU women's soccer here. And I'm telling you, every week we get together, things keep getting better and better. Two more wins last week, a 7-0 shutout over Denver, a 1-0 nail-biter over Long Beach State. We'll get to both games in a bit. We are on Facebook Live. We are also reachable uh, via Twitter and Instagram for questions and comments later in the show. And, uh, Jen, at mm-hmm. eight wins in a row and nine and one on the season. Yeah. Just keep on cooking.
1: I couldn't be any better, really. I mean, it's a, it was a great week for us. We played two good teams, especially in Long Beach State, a great challenge for us. Um, and uh, the girls were up for the challenge, no question about it. But things are just moving so well. I mean, really, they're working hard. We're, we're getting better. We're scoring goals. We're, we're uh, you know, playing great team defense. And, uh, just really pleased with the way things are going, and, and the great thing is we know
0: we can still get a little bit better, clean everything up. Now, BYU is top five in pretty much every most, in the most important categories out there, whether it's polls or RPI, wins, mm-hmm. goals, assists, everything's coming together yeah. right now. You've had some great, great teams over yeah. the years. This mm-hmm. is right up there with them, isn't mm-hmm. it?
1: There's no question. We've been fortunate to have some great teams uh, over the years. Uh, certainly most recently, 2012, uh, finished as well as we've ever done. We're ranked really high and got a high RPI throughout the season. We've really done well since then, too. We've been ranked in top ten for most of last year with that group returning a few new players, and, and things are going great. I do think right now we're playing some of the best soccer that the, the program's ever played, and uh, we've got some great attacking players right now, and I think as a team we're attacking better than we've ever
0: attacked. Interestingly that uh, you've already surpassed all of last season's assist total. Yes. In <laughs> fewer than half the games, and you're almost matching the goal total from 21 games last year in just 10 games this year.
1: Yeah, I mean that's something that we really talked about, right? As a, as a team at the end of last season, is that we, you know, we had a great year, but 33 goals we just didn't feel it was enough, and we didn't have enough assists, and, and we were shooting, uh, you know, some crazy shots, just just not shots that were realistically uh, going to go in, and we just spent so much time working on it. And it's so fun as a coaching staff to kind of see it all, to come together, all the hard work, all the focus that we've done on our attack, and um, especially our attacking players are just really doing well right now. They're so fun to watch.
0: Okay, so Jen's referencing the players, the <laughs> unseen players to our side. Uh, Michelle Vasconcelos and Jocelyn Loomis will be coming up in segment number two. But there's BYU, 31 assists on 30 goals right now. Again, those numbers are top five nationally. And uh, it comes after a, a 2-0 week. Last week, BYU was home to Denver. On Thursday, in a biblical monsoon, <laughs> and then uh, calmer conditions on Saturday for Long Beach State. Let's so maybe take a look at the highlights uh, from last week. We're going to kick things off uh, here with the uh, with the Denver match. Oh, things look fine enough yeah, uh, early. Not too bad early on. Yeah, a little drizzle to start the match, uh, and and the actually, goals. Yeah, Ashley
1: dribbled yeah. A, a few players and, and scored nice and early right there. Again, in the box, you know, nice and composed. A uh, great finish, again, something we've been working so much on, and then... Yeah, it was
0: 4 nothing at halftime, yeah. and then the second half, after a lightning delay, things got pretty squirrely.
1: Yeah, it did. Uh, the field held up pretty well, you know, there's Nadia scoring another goal, uh, but when we came out after the lightning delay at halftime, um, you know, the water started piling up on the field, which I've never seen, um, and standing water right there. Great touch by Murphy, and uh, such a great finish. See her working on that every day at practice, and then you can <laughs> see the mess. Uh, that ensued after we came out of halftime. Look at the water, waterfall and the canopy behind them, yeah. The canopy, standing water. I mean, that, the field usually holds up so well, but it was just so much rain. I've never seen it rain like that. So got a little sloppy, but the girls, uh, we did great with it still. I mean, we did not uh, let it affect the way we were playing. We tried to maintain our possession. Busy. So great goal again. here. She's been working on, you know, so, so much uh, to see her put in that nice set piece. Uh, That was a great goal, and then Elise (laughs) gets a a memorable first goal of her BYU soccer (laughs) career. Uh, I'm glad. I'm surprised she didn't uh, take that in a little bit. I, I don't know. I think I'm, I might have been a little bit more sure. Uh, maybe dribble it in the back of the net. Because as but far as away as she
0: was, it might have yes, stopped in the water. Yes, yeah.
1: But what, what a memorable goal for her. That was her first of her BYU career of many to come, I'm quite sure.
0: Yeah, so that was the last goal in a, in a 7-0 <laughs> blanking of Denver. And, you know, Denver came in a little low on numbers. Uh-huh. Uh, not a lot of subs to play. You were very deep and really showed your your class that yeah, night. Yeah,
1: well, I think we just kind of came out right from the get-go. When you, yeah, I think we scored in the sixth minute or somewhere around there and I think um, just kind of overwhelmed them. We, we played so well, so clean, just had the ball, got some early goals and in soccer you know you get a couple early goals and it's really hard to bounce back from that. It's hard to regain your confidence and composure and um, we just kept the ball really the whole rest of the game.
0: Okay, 7 nothing on Thursday. Mm-hmm. An entirely different challenge though on Saturday. Long Beach State came in. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the results they want start to finish this year but a uh, good schedule and clearly a quality club
1: a uh, very quality club uh, they're always a strong team you know we, we played them well uh, last year at their place they've had a very challenging schedule had some top uh, 10 top 15 teams just barely uh, got out of UCLA uh, with a 1-2 loss uh, but came in and uh, we knew they were talented they play a great style we knew this would be a good preparation for the WCC a lot of our conference opponents play you know good possession very talented players very quick very athletic um, and it was, a great, it was a great match. I think one of our most challenging matches to date.
0: Okay, it was uh, the final non-conference game that BYU would play. We have the highlights, I think, queued up uh, from BYU and Long Beach State. Let's take a look at uh, what went down. And I'll tell you, Nadia had chance after chance yeah. in this game.
1: Yeah, we, we got off to a really great start. Um, we had some good looks. Uh, we just didn't get some clean hits on those looks. Um, the, I thought their keeper was fantastic. She's a big time keeper. Uh, made a save in the first half that was was unbelievable. Um, and it got a little sloppy. The one, the one side we were attacking to was a little sloppy on the end. But had some good looks, but again, kind of everything kind of right to her. Um, but I thought we played really well in the first half. Um, you know, they came after us a little bit. Uh, got some good crosses, had some good looks. But I tell you, that goal right there. Late. Joss comes in, you know, he put her in with under 10 minutes left. She knew uh, what she had to do. She gets the ball to the end line, sees Ashley on the far post and just pokes it right to her and makes it so easy for Ashley to just basically run in the back of the net.
0: And it wasn't a typical cross where you're hitting it with the outside yeah. foot. It was the inside foot, kind of a side, like you said, kind of a poke. I mean, yeah. it, it was a great cross for for hitting it the way she did. Yeah, it
1: was very intentional. Um, you could tell she saw Ashley. Ashley had her hand up. She was calling for it. And, and Jocelyn put it right across. We've been working on that since January. <laughs> and um, as Ashley mentioned in her interview after the game, it's something that we do work quite often on and it really came up big for us. I mean huge result for us. I thought we played really well, particularly in the second half, had good control of the game, and um, the girls just didn't give up. They just kept battling, uh, and uh, it was great to, to see the girls at the very end kind of put it in when it really counted the most.
0: Eight straight win for BYU to get to 9-1 and one on and a, and a good way to go into league, right? That mm-hmm. kind of game?
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, the girls knew Long Beach State was a great opponent. They know they played very good. I mean, Long Beach State had the ball sometimes, but, you know, good teams are going to have that. They're going to have some looks. And uh, particularly when we stepped on the field in the second half, really pleased with, with our attack, with the way we defended. I thought, you know, Taylor and Danica and Alyssa and Steph really set the tone and busy, you know, those back five defensively just set the tone for us. And, and really, you know, Long Beach, they couldn't get going. They've got some great quick attacking players. In. And I felt our back five really shut them down and really took away any real opportunity they had to have that they had to have some good looks in front of our get, in front of our net. So a zero on the board. That's five of them this year, so we take a lot of pride
0: in that. Yeah, five in the last six matches, actually, Mm -hmm. and during those six matches, BYU's outscored the opposition by a margin of 20-1. to That's how well it's going right now for BYU. Okay, we're going to give Coach Rockwood a breather. We'll come back with Jocelyn Loomis and Michelle Vasconcelos, our player guests this week as we continue on BYU Women's Soccer via Facebook Live. We're back in a bit. Welcome back to BYU Women's Soccer on Facebook Live. You can have questions or comments brought into the show each week via the Facebook page, BYU Women's Soccer, or on Twitter, Instagram, make sure they get to me or the uh, Women's Soccer page on Instagram, account on Instagram, either way, we'll get your stuff coming in later in the show for Jen Rockwood as she comes back. All right, segment two, it's uh, player guest time, joined this week by Michelle Vasconcelos, a returner to the show, and I think it's your rookie appearance, isn't it? It is. Jocelyn <laughs> Loomis is on uh, for the first time, good to have both of you with us. Uh, you. Michelle is a senior, and Joss, you're a junior, correct? Yes. Okay, so uh, one more year to go for Josh, and, and uh, Michelle is living the dream in her final season right now. Uh, both games last week saw you pick up an assist, your mm-hmm. first two assists of the year, yeah. and the first came against your old club, Denver. What's it like to play against those girls?
2: It was awesome. It was such a great experience just to see that again and see them. Um, but even better to get the result against them, for sure. So many emotions were um, that I was dealing with that day, just Mm -hmm. highs, lows, and it was just awesome to feel that emotion at the end of the day.
0: So an assist uh, for Joss in the DU game and then uh, an admittedly bigger helper in the second game against Long Beach State on the weekend. How fun was that to have a part in a huge goal for you guys in the last five minutes?
2: It it felt so good. Um, Just a lot of hard work put in, and... um, to be to be on the bench and then get subbed that late in the game and um, just talking to Jen right before I, I went in just um, kind of had one key thing to think about when I was when I went in to get to the end line. Um, so that's just running through my brain when I'm waiting to, to get subbed on and I get subbed on and I, I get the pass perfect pass for Murphy have the opportunity to I just see the end line right there mm-hmm. take it and um, it just opened up that perfect cross for. Ashley to finish. So,
0: and, and, Riff, I know you're proud of someone like Joss who, um, you know, is staying ready mentally and physically for her time. She's played more minutes, even starters minutes, and right now, uh, your role is coming off the bench, and for her to come in and contribute like she did, I know as a captain and a leader, you want to see that from your teammates.
3: Yeah, I love Jocelyn. I love playing with her. She's very smart on the ball and so unselfish. Like, that play coming in, like, one of her first touches of the game to already go to the end line and get that cross, like, We need more players, just in general, in the game of soccer that are unselfish like Jocelyn, so that's awesome.
0: The Long Beach State game, did you consider it uh, a frustrating game, uh, a game that actually built character? How did you kind of view it when you look back at it?
3: Uh, Definitely character. As soon as we came out after halftime, I knew we were going to score and I knew we were going to win the game just because our attitude and... The way we were coming out, just pounding on them, I knew we were going to score. I just didn't know when. And then it was perfect that Jocelyn came in and put it away for us.
0: You've been rolling so many goals in as a team, and there you are in the 85th minute in a scoreless game, and yet there wasn't the feeling like it's not going to happen. You felt it was going to actually you know, come to fruition in the final minutes, which is what it did. Um, and would you agree a good, a good builder for league play?
3: I agree, yeah. What do you think?
2: Oh, for sure. Um, I think it's huge to come off of... Um, that high of emotion and confidence. I think it gave us um, some more confidence seeing um, the level of play that Long Beach gave us and seeing that we can, we can play against them, we can beat them, and that we're right there with everyone. So.
0: Okay, now you've both been playing soccer since you were teeny people. Um, <laughs>
2: Still teeny. <laughs> yeah, where, <laughs> uh,
0: where does last Thursday's game against Denver rank in terms of crazy conditions for a full 90-minute game, basically?
3: Oh, my goodness. Murph, what do you think? Definitely on my list. I mean, we played in Colorado. Which in is the brutal cold. Blizzard. right? yeah. So, right. I mean, I don't know what was worse. It might have been the Colorado game just because we came out in bundles and they were in short sleeves and, <laughs> like, shorts. And so that was disheartening. But Saturday, I mean, Thursday was... Up there for me. Probably there, there was a point, I, 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 I think to. I remember
0: early in the second half, you went to ground, you slid, and you oh, came yeah. up just like, you've got to be kidding me. You were just yeah. drenched head to toe. Yeah.
3: But then I felt the same thing watching Alyssa too when she <laughs> oh, man. bummed in the mud. I was <laughs> laughing. <laughs>
2: In, in, a I mean, in, a, in a way, it's kind of fun.
0: I mean, it's 7-0. In a way, it's kind of fun because you're kind of rolling, yeah. but in a way, it's just insane. I mean, you're just drenched. And if you're if you're, if you're you're on the sideline, all you're just doing is sitting there getting wet. Yeah. You're not even having, having the fun of playing at the time. Um, <laughs> so the girls who weren't playing were just like, this is miserable. But uh, it was a crazy night, wasn't it?
2: It was. And I saw a game kind of like that. So she played for Alta. I played for Brighton in high school. There was a game my senior year, so she had already been graduated. But... It was me, so me and busy and Stephanie Ringwood were all playing against each other, and Nadia and Maddie. Like, we're that was so similar to that high school game. It just brought memories back from that. But I think this game was even worse. Yeah. Everyone
0: did play, which is a good thing. Everybody got to play, including Cassidy Smith. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, when did you guys know Cass would be coming in? She's a keeper, by the way. Um, she's not able to play keeper because of a rehab situation with her shoulder. But all of a sudden, Cass is subbing in in the last few minutes. I had to kind of do a double check. Um, but there she was. You're, we what, all did. You guys did. Yeah, we up? all did. I just
3: saw her rummaging, like, trying to find a jersey. And we're like, what are you doing? Like, Jen says I'm going in. <laughs> just, like, so excited. I was like, goalie. Yeah.
2: But no. Outside yeah. back. I noticed when I was on the field and all of a sudden I look up and I'm receiving a pass. And I look at the face and it's Cass. And I'm That's like, wrong. wait. Well, <laughs> I had to, like, think about it. Double That's take wrong. as well. But
0: yeah, yeah, it was we fun to see you the there. Club. So, uh... You guys are rolling it to 9 and 1 on the year, eight straight wins. The rankings are very high and everything's looking really good right now. Uh it's probably a fine line between we're un- we're, we're unbeatable to we got to be careful and not get ahead of ourselves. Big uh, tough team comes in on Thursday in Santa Clara. You guys thoughts on the game?
3: Yeah, our conference is really tough. And so I like what you said like yeah, we're unbeatable, but at the same time we cannot let our guard down and we know that we need to come out with the same like fire and energy that we have the last like since nebraska i guess
0: eight straight wins since yeah yeah. and
3: so we need to come out with that every single game and just ready to battle and leave it all on the field
2: exactly never get the line between confidence and cocky mixed up i think we need to stay on that line and know that we are we are a good team we're awesome but that we can be defeated if we let that happen
0: good good approach all right uh jocelyn of course murph i of course, she knows I like her a lot. She's a great kid. Um, Joss is kind of a personal little favorite because my first daughter's name is Jocelyn. And so whenever I run into a Jocelyn, I kind of have a special little affection for those,
2: Thanks, Chris. those girls.
0: Yeah. So um, we've got Jocelyn and Murph. And, and you don't have to know each other terribly well, but you have to kind of put yourself in the other person's shoes. What might this person guess on these particular questions? Uh, five questions. Okay. It's kind of a how well do you know each other and how well do you, what do you think the other person might say? Did this last week with uh, Nadia and Ashley. Turned out quite well, actually. (laughs) Um, Here we go. Five. I I thought about going with the same questions. We're going five different questions this week. Okay. Okay. So uh, I'll start with Joss. Jocelyn, what do you think Michelle will say? Is what we're going to say on this. Okay. Okay. So tonight there's a presidential debate, and there's Monday night football. Which of the two would Michelle watch? The debate or the football game?
2: I'd say debate. (laughs) Is there neither? No, got to, we gotta pick one or the other. There's soccer. We gotta pick one or the other. I would probably would've gone with football. Oh dang it! I should've watched the debate though. Hey. Okay,
0: so Murph, same question. What would uh, what would Josh do tonight? Watch the debate or the football game?
2: Football. I'd watch the debate.
0: Okay, <laughs> we're, we're 0 for 1.
3: Killing
2: it. But,
0: but there's room to improve. All right, uh, Joss, would uh, Murph prefer a good book or a good movie?
3: I'd
2: say that's tough. A good movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. okay, Murph, Joss, good book or good movie? I would
2: say the same thing, good movie.
0: Yeah. Okay, good. We're we're back on track. Yeah, one, we're I'm one gonna... one for two. All right, uh, Joss, uh, is Michelle gonna prefer summer or winter?
2: Summer for sure.
3: Soccer, outside. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, and to
0: Joss, uh, would you prefer, summer or winter?
3: Um, I would normally say summer, but she's getting married in the winter, so probably winter. <laughs>
0: this, this year, winter. Yeah. This yeah. year we'll go with winter. Any okay, other good. year, no. Two for three. Um... And you have to pick uh, one or the other here. You have to pick, even though you may not like either one. You got to pick one or the other. Oh, uh, will Michelle go with Justin Timberlake or Justin Bieber? Timber.
2: Oh, Justin Timberlake.
0: We're go Timberlake that. or
3: Bieber?
0: Who's it? Bieber. Oh so it's no. Bieber <laughs> Murph, would she pick? Uh, would Josh pick Timberlake or Bieber?
3: See, now I feel like I would just say Timberlake. She picked that for me. <laughs> is it Timberlake?
2: I'd say Bieber. <laughs>
0: I'm a Timberlake We're guy terrible. myself. Dang Even it. though Bieber's Canadian, We're similar. I'm a Timberlake guy. We're
3: just trying to guess.
2: And
0: lastly, Ugh. lastly, uh, will Michelle say ski or snowboard?
3: Snowboard. Same
0: with her. You say snowboard. Sko- yeah. And and for you, is it? It's true. Yeah. Okay, good. We're Finish like strong.
3: We're like the only snowboarders on the team. <laughs> <beach laughs> are <and they're> on <laughs> <laughs> on skiers. Hey, what
2: do you Kay.
0: do? Hey, represent with the snowboarders. Yeah. Okay, good job, guys. Way to go.
2: Thank you. Yeah.
0: There was again. Just so people know, no rehearsal whatsoever. None at Clearly all. Clearly, nowhere. So, <laughs> so. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, best of luck uh, this weekend as you get ready for Santa Clara and then, of course, uh, USAF the following, following Monday, and we'll uh, keep this thing rolling. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Thank you. All right. You. Michelle Vesconcelos, Jocelyn Loomis. We're back with more. Jen Rockwood is back as we continue. See you while you with the soccer on Facebook Live. All right, uh, Greg Rubel back with you, along with the head coach of the Cougars, Jennifer Rockwood. It's our final segment of BYU Women's Soccer on Facebook Live. It's our Q&A segment. Your questions coming in on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you make it on the air, we'll get some soccer swag to you. Uh, Jen, let's uh, get right into it. We'll take a look at this weekend schedule right before the end of the show with Santa Clara coming in. but some questions from social media. We'll begin with, uh, right off my phone here, Uh, it's a question from uh, Jay Brown on Twitter. He said, versus Long Beach State. Did uh, you guys adjust your attacking scheme during the game, uh, or if so, how, or just keep plugging away until the late goal?
1: We did not want to make any adjustments. I thought we came out strong. We just uh, need to keep doing what we're doing. I think all of us felt confident at halftime that things were kind of turning our way. Girls typically actually come out even a little stronger in the second half, especially at home. So, uh, you know, those first five minutes, we were kind of all over them. We had some good looks, Uh, but we didn't make any adjustments. Just told the girls that we hadn't got to the end line, in the first half, and we had only had four crosses uh, in the first half. And so in order for us to spread their defense out, because they were very good at getting numbers back in the box, order to spread them out, we're going to have to go wide to center, which is how we scored most of our goals this season already. So no adjustments, just some good reminders, uh, and fortunate it came together for us.
0: Okay, thanks. Harry Spencer on Instagram, Harry spencer 13 says, How have injuries on the team changed your plan during the season, and what has been the biggest problem or challenge for you and the team to overcome?
1: Well, um, you know, you go into every season and you know there's always going to be something. You know, I haven't coached a season where there hasn't been an injury, a major injury, a season-ending injury, um, and you don't know when or where. And so you just have to know that it's going to happen. You can't get too riled up over it. Um, and you just have to prepare the girls that maybe aren't starters or significant are ready to move into that new spot. And we were able to do it last year. Well, we've done it really every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, when Rach went down at, at Penn State, that was a huge loss for us, a broken hand. Um, not knowing, you know, still to this, uh, this date, um, she is cleared now to maybe start some training this week, which we're really excited about. But then Hannah's kind of stepped in and has done a phenomenal job for us. And so, as coaches, that's what you have to hope, that, that if – the injury comes, because they usually do come, um, that uh, someone will be there to, to pick it up and, and move forward. And we've been able to do that. We've been very fortunate. Besides Rachel's um, hand, we've just had some little things here and there. No one's had to miss more than two practices, and no besides Murphy, had to miss miss a game yet due to injuries.
0: Elena, preseason was mm-hmm. kind of ding, but she worked her way in once you got into the Yeah, she season. was a month
1: and a half without having to, to be able to kick a soccer ball. I mean, she was she hadn't touched a soccer ball for a month and a half when we first started, so it's taken her a little while, but she's playing great right now. Absolutely.
0: So. All right. Next question. Uh, In your 22 seasons as head coach, what's one of your favorite coaching moments you can remember? That's from Instagram.
1: Oh wow, there's a lot of them. I remember uh, being out at uh, Villanova, winning in PKs to go to uh, an Elite Eight match. Uh, That was pretty exciting. Came down to the very last PK. Um, Just some of those really big wins. Obviously, 2012, that PK contest uh, that that uh, put us into the Elite Eight. Um, Just. A lot of my memories and fun times come actually off the field, not even in the competition. You've been around Mm -hmm. our girls, you know how fun they are. Um, You know, my surprise 50th birthday just last week (laughs) has got to be ranked up there pretty high uh, with them as well. But I'm very fortunate to coach so many great kids that a lot of my fun memories actually are not even having anything to do with the wins and the losses. It's just uh, Kind of being around and and hanging out and having those fun experiences. That's good that it's that
0: way though. It is is. that those are your memories. Yeah, Yeah. fantastic. And that's what I
1: tell the girls. You're gonna, you're gonna. Then when you look back, you know, ten, twelve years from now, you're not gonna remember particular games. You're just gonna remember the different experiences and emotions and friendships that you have.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, Next one, another Instagram question. How do you get the team to not focus on rankings and keep them focused on the next team they play and step on the pitch with?
1: It's something we've tried to really do the last ten years or so. Is I don't even bring up the rankings. I never have. You know, in social media, the girls are a little bit more attuned with it. They know what's going on because we post it and, and it's that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. We don't really uh, talk about it much. We only talk about living in the present and preparing for the next game and treating each game the same way. We're unique in that we don't try and change our scheme or our plan per our opponent. So it lets us focus on what we're trying to do. Uh, and so we know what we're trying to do and we know you know, based on stats or what happens in the previous game, we can take a look and say, okay, well, this is what we need to do a little bit better. This is what we did well. You know, three or four things we did well. This is maybe one thing that we need to to work to to do a little bit better. Um, But we actually did talk, I did talk last week about the rankings um, because I just wanted the girls to, again, live in the moment and appreciate what they've done. I mean it's a huge accomplishment. I I uh, held up the rankings and I said, "Look, there's not many collegiate athletes ever in their career across the country that can say and see their team, you know, next to a number 2 or next to a number 4. It Doesn't happen very often." So I wanted to make sure they understood what they have accomplished through all of their hard work and you know, the preparation and all the years they put in to kind of lit, lit, have led us to this point. So um, we did talk about it and try to take some pride mm-hmm. in it and said it doesn't matter on Thursday when we step on the field what our rankings are, but right now let's just enjoy it because it's a it's a huge accomplishment, and I think too often, especially these days, we, we're always looking to the future instead of appreciating the present and enjoying the present and, and uh, enjoying, you know, uh, the rewards of the efforts that, that have been mm-hmm.
0: made. Coach's poll comes out tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, BYU's fourth there last week. The two new polls that come out on Mondays both have BYU number two. In one, they held at number two. one, they're up from five to two. And so either way, you know you're going to be in the neighborhood for, you know, one of the one seeds that gets handed out at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we hope. You know, obviously, we only have control of our games. And, and our um, the RPIs of our conference are a little higher than they were last year, so that helps. Yeah. Uh, you know, and those seedings so much of them depend on RPIs and mm-hmm. and that just, you know, you have no control over the, that, that number um, other than just winning your game. So, you know, our goal is to make sure we get to the tournament. We'd love to be able to play at home, you know, with the way our tournament is kind of organized. The West is just so tough. Even if you're, you know, Stanford wasn't protected very well. Even last yeah. year they had to play us in the second round. So um, we really know that it's we're going to have a tough challenge. Anyway, it's always that case, whether yeah. we're the last team in or a one, two, three, or 4 seed. Um, what we're really trying to do is get as many home games as we can. Yeah. Uh, and we feel like we have a better chance at home, as most teams do. Yeah,
0: headed that direction. Of course, yeah. league play starts, and we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Final question from social media. Um, this is from Twitter. Uh, this team seems to have a different feel to it. Uh, results show it, but in your opinion, mm-hmm. what separates this team from previous years?
1: Well, I think it's something that's just been building these last few years, especially with our group of seniors. You know, the girls um, know and appreciate how important that chemistry is and how that love. have heard Kalani talk a lot about, you know, love for your teammates and for each other and, and a respect. And, and I think it's just kind of grown and developed and, and been um, appreciated. We talk about it a lot. And um, you're know, just controlling what you have control over and just trying to do your very best at what you can do. Whether it's good enough or not, we're all just trying to get better at what we do. And um, I think this team has really bought into it. And, and uh, as long as they feel confident and know that they can trust the preparation that they've had to this point, we should be able to step on the field and have the confidence to play our best. And if, I think we, and if, I, if we play our best, I, I really think we have good chances to win games.
0: Okay, great stuff. Uh, for all those who made uh, made it on today's show with their questions, we've got your handles. We'll get a hold of you. And make sure you get some uh, great BYU soccer swag. All right, and then again, that's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can reach us every week with questions for Jen during the final segment. Okay, uh, league play is next. You've mm-hmm. wrapped up non-conference play after 10 matches. 9-1, and 8 straight wins, second longest win streak currently in the country. You've got a 17-match conference home win streak, which is a crazy number going back mm-hmm. a few years, and now conference play starts on Thursday. Santa Clara comes in. Now they're 3-4-3 and three mm-hmm. on the year. That's a little deceptive relative to their quality, though, isn't it? Uh,
1: it is. It's similar to Long Beach that came in at 4-4-1, four, four, and one, but with a very, very challenging schedule. Santa Clara had, when they started the season, you know, they were... Uh, Uh, evaluated as the number one strength of schedule in the country, number one. So uh, they've had a lot of challenges as far as opponents, um, both home and on the road. Uh, they've played some phenomenal uh, teams, so so maybe they haven't got the wins that they've wanted to, but I guarantee you they are a great team. Um, they will be prepared. I have so much respect for that program and, and Jerry Smith as a coach. He's accomplished so much. He's kind of one of the the gurus in, in women's mm-hmm. soccer for sure. Um, you know we've only beat them one time, and that was last time they were on South Field. So we hope you know that we can continue that streak of of uh, getting after them. Um, I think the girls are really anxious to play them. We played them well at their place last year. It led in a tie. Uh, It was a great match. It was very back and forth. I, I thought very even. Both teams had chances. Um... My guess is it's going to be a very competitive match. I think they're the next top team in, in our conference, and we get to see them right off the top.
0: You respect every team in the league, but BYU-Santa you know, Clara matches yeah. are just something special, right?
1: Yeah, well, absolutely. It knocked us out of the tournament for the first four years we were in, so we, we know them pretty well, and it's kind of been a goal of mine uh, you know, to, to kind of get to the level where, where Santa Clara was um, you know, when I first started coaching. Um, you know, Santa Clara and Portland, North Carolina, I mean, those were the names in women's soccer, and so it's been an honor to, to be a part of the conference for those two teams, especially being from portland and knowing everything that that program has accomplished um, but again santa clara they're just they're just so good they've accomplished so much so many amazing players have come through the program over the years and and uh, like I said, we've only beat them one time. Uh, we've tied them a few times mm-hmm. since we've been in conference, um, but they've had the better of us over uh, my career for sure. So we're trying to turn that around a little bit, but uh, Jerry will have those girls ready, you know, just from the schedule. They've played the best teams. Uh, they'll be ready for us, but I'm really confident with the way our team's playing right now. I think our four attacking players, our three Players up front are going to be a lot for them to handle. We're playing significantly better in our attack than we were when yeah. we played them last year.
0: So it's Santa Clara Thursday, mm-hmm. San Francisco next Monday. Now because of that Monday game, we're going to bump this show from Monday to Tuesday next week. So there is there are two games before we talk again. It's kind of a payback weekend because you got USF mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You lost one game in the league last year. Yep. It almost kept you from the title. It did. That was San Francisco <laughs> beating you yes. at their place. You right. found a way to get that title in the last week of this weekend of the season. Yes. But that one game kind of loomed large for a while there last it year. It did.
1: And you know, ever since we've been in this conference, you know, the championship team, it comes down to one point. You know, one tie on your schedule. Uh was certainly a loss or a tie. So you know, one to three points is all that separates uh, the champion over the past few years. So it's always very tight. You know, uh, next week's going to be very challenging for us because we're going to have three games in one week, which is going Monday,
0: Thursday, Saturday. It's completely
1: unheard of in our sport, but because of uh, general conference, we can't play here on Saturday, and that's fine. And we'll wait till Monday. But you know, we really are going to have our hands full Monday when we play uh, San Francisco. Uh, They're having a pretty good year, not as dominant as they were last year. Um, but hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll be ready, should be resting and recovered from the Santa Clara, but the real test again, then we'll be on the road for mm-hmm. LMU, who's having another great year, and Pepperdine, who's having a better year than they did last year as well. So next week is, is really challenging, Absolutely. but but we're a fit team, yeah. we're a deep team, I think we'll be ready.
0: The Conference grind yeah. is about yeah. to get underway, this Thursday with Santa Clara. So BYU, number three in attendance nationally, we hope for a big crowd, both games, Thursday, Santa Clara, next Monday, San Francisco. And then we'll talk again here uh, next Tuesday. Jen, thanks. Good luck this week. thanks. All right. For Jen Rockwood, I'm Greg Grubel. Thanks for tuning in to BYU Women's Soccer on Facebook Live. We'll see you next week.